0: Welcome to 801 Horror Occult. With me, the murderous Marcy that's identity is in crisis. <laughs> and with me as always is Kira, Anti-Pantaloons. Anti-Pantaloons. Welcome. Yo. Hey! Hey! How was your, our break? <laughs> I didn't see her for like week and a half and it was yeah. stupid.
1: I I hit my head. She
0: hit her head, so we don't... We're not going to listen to most of what she has to say today. Yeah.
1: It's even more babble than normal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't hit my head, and that is shocking. <laughs> so.
1: Well, I mean, my head's so big, it's hard to not hit it, I guess.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's why I hold a baseball bat in front, and hope that she doesn't <laughs> lean in.
1: It's a fun game we play. Yeah. Every
0: week. You walk
1: in front of my bat,
0: it's your own fault. <laughs> Did you like that movement? I just... like a robot. Yeah.
1: It's a robot. It's a yeah. old-fashioned robot. Well, I'm going to use these. Muscular legs I have. As I, I know, kick the mic. I just
0: told her that her legs were real muscular, and now she's gonna they just go with that. Look at the
1: definition in these babies. I know they yeah. do. Do
0: you want to know what? No. I have definition in my hands. From jazz all my hands, hand, jazz hands. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how was your holidays? Did you make any of the desserts we tried?
1: Uh, I made them when we tried them. That was about it. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, that was a whole lot of something. Yeah. I I forgot to have my father eat the Son disgusting. But I, I had my niece give my brother-in-law the bacon. Uh-huh. At candy cane and as soon as she walked up and said daddy I want you to have this he's, he said what's wrong with it
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, just eat it I would...
2: bull!
0: and so he he tried it <laughs> what did he think of it he thought it was good
1: it's he's really like, not that bacon. bad it wasn't especially for artificial flavoring it's not bad
0: yeah I still think I'm gonna have um, Adam try the pizza one So don't, Sherp, don't tell Adam that's
2: what's happening. And
1: Adam, if you listen, just pretend like you didn't hear this. I don't know if Adam's a listener. I know Sherp Adam, don't
2: be a little bitch. Yeah, Adam.
0: (laughs) Why don't you start listening or I'll pop a a hammy. What? A a hammy? What the hell is a hammy? Hamstring. (laughs) Or I'm going to pop you right in the nose. (laughs) <laughs> you are going to say
1: nards. I was, like, was going to say nards. Your turns. And I decided
0: to hold
1: back. Oh, because when you bust out the nards, that's when shit gets real. Yeah.
2: I feel <laughs> show like
1: you're brought to me. <laughs> I can't show you because I have a pullover hoodie, but I'm wearing this really cool satin top under. <gasps> oh my but gosh, you can't I love it. it, you satin top under. Thanks. You're good old satin compliments top under. It complements my
0: muscular legs. <laughs> it really does. But you know what doesn't? Your ass knees, ass knee, the my knees, knees that are like the ass. They're of covered
1: the knee. with my knee highs today. That's true. Because my knee have got cold. Keep them. So I had to Dude, pull them I up. I just up totally inches. had phantom
0: vibrate in my pocket, but my phone's right there. But it was really vibratey. Are you so sure if you didn't bring your vibrator?
1: No one knows. Don't do that in the don't. office. I am here. <laughs> Listen. I don't know what you and Howard get into, and that's fine. You How- guys do you. But. Listen, when did Howard you feel and I that? get frisky. I got, I got major goosebumps.
0: Um, I did before you even talked about him. And, and I, I almost kind of... called him by the nickname he hates, and do, I won't do you it. You will
1: never do that, because I am tired of picking up stuff that he knocks off the walls every time we say Speaking. something. Speaking yes my clock at
0: work uh-huh it is like on a nail hard to get off like you have to push the clock in and then pull it up and then out uh-huh. and i got to work and it was on the floor the nail was still in the wall and my clock was on the floor broken into four pieces maybe you should have a fancier clock how dare you! It is it's, a stupid clock.
1: <laughs> it might be the ghost of the salon just telling you that I'm fucking done with this. Probably like new year, stop new being clock. Stop oh, being maybe it's the clock, the
0: curse of the crappy clock that has made me tardy. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. What, Everyone new will clock? totally
0: believe that. I will have all of you know that I was officially a. Officially Diagnosed with ADHD, and that might be part of my tardy problem. So,
1: and others,
0: uh, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, this its always sad when you tell people that you've been diagnosed with that, and they're like, Of course, you are. Yeah, like it, it wasn't
1: a surprise yeah, to me. Yeah, no of us.
0: one was shocked
1: <laughs> except for you. And then, my hey Grace, brother, I was,
0: it. I was totally like, uh-huh. shocked, and then, like. My brother-in-law, who I had my niece feed the candy cane, he said, I think every single person in the family that is birthed from your parents <laughs> has it. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. And I haven't even met them. Oh, we're all uh, uh, just an array of the same aficionados.
1: Yeah, yeah, from all Why the stories, it sounds did like did I it.
0: all of a sudden get like a stuffy nose? Because crack (laughs) i wish no i don't actually but i wouldn't mind being a little three sheets to the wind not really what the hell
1: is three sheets to the wind i don't
0: know is it is that the same three shades three
1: sheets three i queeps to the wind (laughs) that's that's it that's the magical saying. Yep. I have never heard any root re- th- saying remotely close to that, so I have no idea what one you're about trying to being say. three sheets to the wind. Never heard it. Does anybody? Does
0: anybody know what that means?
1: Oh. Or did three your ADHD sheets. ass just make it up?
0: I'm gonna see <laughs> if that's the saying because I feel it. like maybe I've I've screwed up three.
1: It feels so weird doing the sexy oh, pose in in reverse. the wind.
0: Three sheets in the wind.
1: What the fuck does that
0: mean? What, um, you, oh, drink, don't drink too much tonight. You were three sheets to the wind last weekend, which is an expression to describe, to describe someone who is drunk and, wait, why though? <laughs> um, oh, at a point. Not being able to stand up straight. The sheets here refer to the sails of a windmill.
1: What? Um,
0: I would rather th- than bed linens. Oh.
1: <laughs> I would say three shits to a toilet. To, to a, tor- a turlet. <laughs> a
0: turlet. I like the words turlet. Letterkenny. And- <laughs> oh, really? Letter Kenny reference. I like saying wash like i'm gonna wash your hair in a turlet in the turlet i'm gonna wash your hair in the turlet if you say turlet on a regular basis please write us a letter A a handwritten note yeah sent by a pigeon
1: that would be pretty cool
0: how did the pigeons know where to go
1: that's what i always wondered because you can only turn him to a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you like? Look for this weird looking person. Like, he's right? missing a leg. <laughs> you can't
0: miss him. You know the guy that you plucked his eye out of?
1: That last guy. Week?
0: <laughs> that guy. You're going to take him a letter, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: How did they know? The I ravens. Don't know.
0: Why is a raven like a writing list? How desk?
1: did it go from a pigeon to a raven? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. Science, nobody knows nobody. What are we talking about today? Well, if you
0: must know, we must, which it feels like we probably should get to, yeah, at like nine minutes in, yeah, nine <laughs> minutes ago. Um, we are going to wrap up our three way, damn it, Gary regime.
1: It's okay when it's in
0: a three way, <laughs> the three way. <laughs> so, so, we are speaking about Island. the last creepy ass Gary of our damn it Gary Damn trio. it Gary
1: Damn it Gary Damn it Gary The
0: Gary Ridgeway Green River Killer Dun dun
1: dun,
0: dun. Ah. So Kira what tell me what what's uh, the story with old Gare and why is <laughs> Gare? he tried to Why old... is he Gare? <laughs> I don't know. Gare the scare Scary Gary? Scar- oh! He is Scary Gary. Definitely Scary I also like Gary. to call him Gary Goober. <laughs> Ooh, he is a goober. He, he With that looks, creepy ass mustache.
1: He looks... You, like, you can't... All of these Garys... You, well, not oh, Gary Gilmore. Oh, Not Gary Gilmore, but Gary... Um, Arthur Gary Bishop and this guy, yeah. Gary Ridgway, can't look more Mormon. Oh, like, I know. they're the epitome of Mormon-looking Like the parted killers. hair...
0: The moustache. They're so
1: basic that they can just... They're just a bunch of basic They're basic bitches that just blend into nothing because they're goobers. I would like to say that not all Mormons are basic. No. But But, the stereotype. But the stereotype
0: of the way a a Mormon man looks... back then. Yeah.
1: Back then. Yeah. Like, because throughout the decades they slightly changed their looks... (laughs) He's got the looks. He's got the looks. The Mormon looks. The Mormon looks. <laughs> the Mormon looks. The...
0: Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we're, So I heard a rumor. You, you heard a rumor <laughs> that this creep tastic, scary Gary, damn it, Gary, <laughs> was born. Oh, I don't know here <laughs> yeah. in the
1: SLC. Yep, yeah, that's our S L U T, Salt Lake, Utah. So, Mr. Gary Leon Ridgeway. And there's no E in his last name. Isn't that weird? It is weird. It's very weird. All the so E's weird. were weird. Like,
0: we want nothing to do with him.
1: No E's, but, but you know, the R I D G mm. W A Y is cool with it. Yeah, I guess so. E's Crete's. were too cool for him. Great. <laughs> Yes, he was born February 18th, 1949, in good old Salt Lake City,
2: Utah.
0: That was the year my parentals were born. So they're 73? hmm Yep.
1: I only know because I wrote it down. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, they're just old. <laughs> yeah. I They are number. blessed
0: old people that yes. I blessedly love.
1: All right. All right. So... Damn it, Gary number 3. Yes. Or Gary Goober. The go- or Scary Gary. <laughs> scary Gary. You can address him as Scary Gary. I'm going to address him as Gary Goober and we're going okay. to confuse the world. The world will for everyone. Be
0: confused. Trigger
1: warning. Oh, ding yeah. ding before we get into the, any of this. He is the worst. He's like dirt grub. He's the worst. Yeah. So there's sexual violence, necrophilia, murder, nymphomania.
0: Um child sexual abuse terrible haircuts and a horrible mustache very very <laughs> it it's not to, not to minimize the other stuff because no. it's hideous um so, but definite trigger warnings for oh
1: and gross creepy parents
0: oh yeah. yeah to say the very least
1: that just add to gross creepy gary goober
0: yes scary Ugh. gary scary gary Damn it, gary <laughs> The damn it Gary of the mall, the most damned of them all, Gary, the most damnest of them all. He, it's the damnedest thing. It's the damnedest. All right. Oh, really? so That bastard was born here.
1: Yep. Ugh. He was the second of three kids. I oh. believe they were all boys. Were they? I think so. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, he was the second of three possible boys. Possible. possible. I don't know. They could have changed sexes. It's a new day They could, they could have and identified age. as something else. So, Absolutely. there's like that. Like a squirrel. Yep. So, so, his parents were Mary and Thomas Ridgeway. Wow. Yep. Very basic names. Mm, definitely. Um, Sorry, Mary. So, did you know... Yes. Probably, because you watch documentaries too, Uh um, that his father was a bus driver... Yes. ...who wasn't very fond of the ladies of the night, and he constantly bitched about them. Interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would... um, Even with Gary around, he'd just complain about them. Why... What was he even talking about him? Because, I don't know, but here's the crazy thing. So, um, (laughs) so sometimes when they would, uh, he would be driving around with Gary, Goober Gary, Mm -hmm. um, he would make Gary sit in the car while he goes (gasps) and mingles with the ladies of the night. So he was overcompensating trying to get his wife
0: to not think he was meeting.
1: I think everybody. He was trying to convince himself. This is just my own thinking. Right. You know, usually when you're like trying to cover your tracks and make yourself seem like convince yourself it's okay. Yeah. You do something like that where you do the polar opposite of what you're talking about. Because you're deflecting. Absolutely. That's all it is is you're deflecting. It's
0: like, um... This fella I knew that was um, clearly homosexual Mm -hmm. was overcompensating by talking about boobs all the time. And I'm like, dude, I am like, please just be yourself. Nobody gives a damn. It was like so obvious that he liked men and he, but he, he,
1: it. He wasn't fooling anyone it but was, himself. Yes.
0: <laughs> because he didn't want to be a stereotype.
1: Which makes sense. And
0: so But yeah. in a
1: way you're making
0: yourself a stereotype. Oh
1: my gosh. I do Everyone that. knew. <laughs>
0: Everyone knew the you're truth. He's
1: not fooling anyone. And like
0: nobody talks about boobs that much. Even actual fellas that dig boobs. Even
1: plastic surgeons exactly. that make boobs all day. Yes. <laughs>
0: And then he would talk about the things he liked to do with women. And I'm like, dude, just be out with it.
1: Either you're a really, really terrible pig or you're overcompensating yes. because you don't want to come out with the truth. Right. Overcompensating. Just our opinion.
0: Why did that? Why did we talk about overcompensation? That's you. I don't know. I ADHD. <laughs> okay, go on.
1: <laughs> I got lost. Oh, because of um his dad. Like, oh yeah, overcomplicating. Yes. Uh, okay. So that's that's gives you a little insight on his father, on mm. Faja.
2: The Faja. The
1: Faja. But
0: okay. His mother. So
1: here's the big cocktail. So you have his dad who is deflecting, or appears in our opinion mm-hmm. to be deflecting. Oh, definitely. <laughs> now his mum. His mom is just a piece of work. She's a piece of shit. So she absolutely is. Yeah. But she is what people nowadays would label a cougar. Uh. <laughs> she dressed kind of like I do. Low cutting shirts, uh. short skirts, oh, tight shorts. Yeah. You know, she really was very just sexual. Uh-huh. And she wanted the world to know it. Oh. Her confidence went to no bounds. Oh, with really? Her sexualness. Ah. But her face was a mess. If was you that... see. You She's a butter oog. face? Oh my god. She's got these like giant Coke bottle glasses. Mm. And on <laughs> that face, man, some said she was pretty, but she has like this crazy ass bouffant, which at that time was probably cool but nowadays very dated hair dude no one do the bouffant you hear that old ladies no more bouffants it doesn't look good on anyone no do the gibson if you're gonna do it right look at her face oh she's a butter face yeah yeah no offense miss ridgeway (laughs) no definite offense but, you know, if you're going that hard to, like, impress people, why don't you do more to the face? Right? <laughs> it's like she gave up on her face, but she's like, but my body is hot. Oh. But, yeah. yeah. Like, she she, she likes to scantily be clad.
0: Yeah. She's gross. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: So, I mean, if you put a bag on her face, she's probably... <laughs> wearing... Totally. Just <laughs> lovely. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, because I mean she's, not like. I assume I she's mean she's dead. nice and every. I would think she's dead by now because Gary's leave. like seventy three, right? Yeah, yeah. So go on. So her face doesn't match the rest of her. No. So you hear that women who do this for attention, work on the face too. Yes. And men, At not least just women. are going to
0: do your makeup. Yeah, you
1: are going to be all. If you're gonna Sex. showboat your body, showboat some of the face, Although, like just a little I think
0: bit. A lot of men are like, mm, as long as they've got nips. I think that's what dadging. she was cashing in on. Right.
1: So yeah, she was described. <laughs> she yeah. was described as a very domineering woman oh. too. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, her bouffant says it. All. Her, her bouffant and her bouffant very pointy. pointy
0: yeah her bras were very all the
1: bras then are all like madonna very
0: very madonna-esque yeah it's
1: gross yeah i don't like pointy boobs i don't want to be it's one thing if you're naturally pointy but i want to know who's naturally pointy out there i I don't know i'm not a boob inspector maybe you should be (laughs) no thank you that's your new job it's because I'm like, God, not another pair of these tits. Yep. Now <laughs> I'll just start tallying pancakes, Madonna boobs, tits. <laughs> tit. That's <it. laughs> Just tits. Yep. <laughs> Those are the
0: regular ones. Yeah. So anyway, go on.
1: <laughs> um, about dun old dun mother. Dun dun. Oh. Okay. So Gary's parents fought quite a bit, and apparently at times it got a little violent. Ah, uh, yep. Is it because he's like? Was it Mary? You're a whore. <laughs> well, I'm wondering. <laughs> Go back to your home on Whore Island. <laughs> was it and both she's... of them violent? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I bet. Probably because well, she's domineering, and yeah, he... I wonder if that's why he was or the dad was so salty to the um, ladies of the night, the sex workers, because. Yeah. Like she was the one who had the pants on in the family. I'm sure. Yeah. And he's probably a pushover.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Which is, I don't know if he was, but I know she's domineering. Usually, if you're the domineering one in the relationship, you have a pushover. Yeah. Significant other. Yeah. It for some reason always just goes hand in hand mm-hmm. in these kind of instances. Yep. Not all the time, but most of the time. Yeah. Um. So, in all this, Gary's becoming weird. I mean, they always described him as being weird. <laughs> yeah. But he likes to light fires now. Like, you know, pyro, oh, which
0: arson. is a
1: sign of a budding killer. <laughs> yes. That's a common sign. Uh-huh. Yeah. He actually has a few of these. Things. I didn't realize that he was lighting fires. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, because uh, later I think, I think I wrote it down, but I think he burned, tried to burn something too. I don't remember. <laughs> it's in my notes. We'll if get it's there. It's valid. It's in the yes. notes. But But uh, in true typical killer fashion, not only did he light fires. But he also wet the bed until he was 13, which is also a super common sign of a future killer. Yes. And (laughs) that's
0: where Mother gets disgusted. Oh, yeah.
1: So with him wetting his bed, good old Mumsy insisted on bathing good old Goober Gary. Like... Up until he was 13. 13. It's so twisted. Oh, yeah. No wonder he's screwed up in his head. Yeah. And she would make sure to get all the crevices in the genital region. Yep. Bitch. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, again... Unless he's a baby. Yeah. That's... Like, when he's old enough to learn to... Start to learn to bathe himself, you stop. Yeah. That's just weird and creepy. Leave him
0: alone. Yep. Even... I mean... I, it just makes you wonder, stuff like this, is it what started his twisted brain? Or was it...
1: But not I everyone who's abused has exactly. that happened. I think it's, it's a whole already whole there. Yeah. I think it's environment. Mm-hmm. I also think it's like chemical imbalance. Yeah, I think you're right. And the nature and...
0: It's like the all perfect the things. storm.
1: Nurture, nature, chemical imbalance. Yeah. And... He's just a fucked up guy. Yep. But with Mumsy scru- vigorously scrubbing Ugh. every inch of his pecker, uh-huh. um, that spawned a Lannister-type crush on Mum. Yep. Uh, that caused both anger and sexual attraction towards his mum. Yeah. It and he be would be f- very confusing, I'm sure. Absolutely, because you're in puberty. You're, yeah. You're, it's confusing anyways, and that's just giving him... Right super mixed signals absolutely so he'd fantasize about killing her yeah all while getting wrecked by good old mom so it's like the weirdest combo which only adds so you add that to dad over here that's saying i hate sex workers they're the devil yeah but i'm gonna do them yeah (laughs) I'm going to do them while my, you're sitting in the car. Because Miss Buffant is touching our kid. I oh. want to know if he knew that she was doing that to Gary. Probably. Like, or not. Did he even pay attention? Right. Who knows? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that just adds to it. Right. In one of the documentaries I was watching, <laughs> a schoolmate of his, like, was kind of, like, describing how he was in school. Uh-huh. And she said he was withdrawn and kind of a pipsqueak. Uh-uh. He was a pipsqueak. <laughs> He's a pipsqueak. Come Ew. on now. Like, even when... That's why no, he went under the radar for so long. He's just, like, this goober. That is the best way to describe him. He's just this goober guy. He's like a wallflower. Yes. He can just blend in and no one notices because he's, there's nothing to him. No. Except for his awful haircut.
0: Yeah. But I think
1: during <laughs> that time it was probably cool.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> he just, he was so bland and like so just your average Joe,
1: basically. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So, and he also had dis, or he also is dyslexic. Oh. Um, so hard time learning in hard school. Hard time learning in school, which I'll go over a little bit more later about that. Um, so, you know, in his puberty world, everything's yes. changing and you're figuring out things in life and not only that, but his budding need to Want to hurt things starts to appear more oh. and more. So at the age of 16, he approached a first grader that was six years old mm-hmm. that was playing in a lot near his house, and he was all dressed up playing cowboys and Indians. Well, mm-hmm. Gary Goober, he's like, psst, hey kid, hey cowboy, come over here. Oh no, what did um, he do? At 16? Um, so he... He coaxed the kid into the bushes and um, stabbed the boy in the stomach region. So, I found two different things. So, some said it was just in the stomach region. And then there's others that I was reading where it was between the ribs and it got his liver. Oh, my gosh. Either way, the kid survived. But he told the boy that he just wanted to know what it felt like to kill somebody. And... Yeah. Wow. So he stabbed the poor six-year-old, told oh him my that. Gosh. Then after stabbing him, he took out the knife from right after stabbing and wiped it on the poor boy's shoulder. He's a fucked up Ew. guy. Yeah. And then he just walked away and it was never connected to him. Wow. Until later. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beginning of where he's first starting. Because every, like, especially serial killers, have to, like, figure out how they...
2: Want to do it mm. and the
1: process and whatnot. So they experiment. And this was Gary's way of experimenting. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah. So it's 16. Wow. He did that. Too poor six-year-old. That is At least is pick so someone your disgusting. age and size. Of course, he was a little pipsqueak, so... Right? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a sick, yeah, it's freak. Yeah, really, really stupid. Yeah. And he also had a low IQ of it was in the low eight or it's in the low 80s so oh. you you combat the low iq with the learning disability of the dyslexia on top of everything else just keeps adding to yeah did he even know how to like speak? everything he was angry about oh he knew how to speak he just and couldn't read or write no he could it just take took him longer so he graduated two years later
0: oh yeah he was held of back showing. Twice, I remember. Because he's a slow Which learner. I'm
1: sure did not help anything. Yeah, and it could be too, because back then, I don't think they took dyslexia as serious. I don't so think So they, they didn't teach children with dyslexia how to learn. I don't think they really knew
0: what it was yet.
1: Yeah, because that was like, what, the 60s? Yeah, because he graduated in 69.
0: Yeah, I swear, because... They were just starting to know how to handle it when my cousin was who, let's see, he died three years ago, like he would have been 45 Mm -hmm. and they were just starting to learn about
1: it when he was in school. So, so that'd be rough for poor kids back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, And same with ADHD and all that stuff. Yeah. No one knew how to handle them. They just said they were crazy hooligans. It's like, no, right? (laughs) you just don't know how to teach them. And I was always stuff. social.
0: <laughs> that's what they would always say is that
1: Marcy's just really social so I she mean, doesn't do hard work. And I am. <laughs>
0: but it was that I couldn't focus. Yeah. But nobody cared. <laughs> you know, but like it it is a different world. Mm-hmm.
1: We're lucky to be in this day and age. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. So after graduation, uh, he married his lady lady love of the schooling. Really? Yep. Uh, Claud- like a,
0: a high school sweetheart type uh-huh. thing? Okay.
1: Uh, Claudia Craig Burrows? Barrows. He was 21 when he married her.
0: Oh, wow. Because he was held back, mm-hmm. probably just graduated high school, eh?
1: Aye. Aye. Then, after he got married... He went and joined the Navy (laughs) in the Navy.
0: Uh, I do want to make a side note that his mother was still very much involved in his life and would choose the clothes he wore, the food he ate, what, like all of his choices, his mother made the decisions for. He would like, she messed him up hardcore.
1: Yeah, Ugh. and because he has a—he's a mother lover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he probably was just like, okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because I mean, you love your mom, but he—well, not necessarily love, but he was crushing. But yeah, he yeah. hated her and wanted to kill her, but he also got a Woody from it.
0: Yeah, so, it's <laughs> weird, very weird, twisted,
1: very weird dynamic that we will not understand.
0: Never, <laughs> never understand.
1: Yeah, so he got, he joined the Navy, was kay. shipped to Vietnam. And what year was it that he joined the Navy?
0: Oh, in I didn't the get it. Probably sixty nine seventy,
1: Around the time. Because he got married and then it sounded like from all this stuff. Because he never gave me a date. So he would have been
0: in the Army or whatever the same time my dad was.
1: My dad Did your dad go
0: to Nam? He did not. He was... Uh, not uh, punished in that way. That's <laughs> no. lucky. He was out before they actually went to mom. Oh. Um, it, yeah, so in the Navy. He was in the Navy. Was he in the Navy? Uh-huh. Or was it the Navy? Was it the Navy? Yes. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Please <laughs> go on. <laughs> 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 I choked on my spit. That happened. So oh best my of us. god! Yeah. So he served on board on a supply ship. Oh wow! Back right in action. Sad. Sad. <laughs> so, during the time while he was in the military in Nam, um, he was a very busy fella, getting up close and personal with tons of women, aka the ladies of the night. So much so that he contracted gonorrhea.
0: Oh, surprise, surprise. Which I'm sure only made him angry
1: at Absolutely. the ladies of the night. Um, so, so the stupid thing is that the news definitely pissed him off, but it did not stop him from continuing those sexual encounters without using protection. Uh-uh. So he got it and was like, fuck. Fuck. Well, I wouldn't go diddle another person. <laughs> I'm sure he, yeah, he didn't care. He didn't care no. about any of these people. No, he absolutely not. No. So, and this is, he was still married to his first wife while this was going on. So, he's wow. just, just having fun with all the ladies of the night. Yeah. In um, wow. But, but. What a creep. But. Yeah. Wifey number one wasn't very innocent herself either.
0: Oh, really? What,
1: what, yep. uh, what do you mean? So, so um, before we get into that one, oh. we're going to describe what exactly Gary like looks like. Because we're going to break up the drama a little bit. Okay. So, we kind of did already, saying he's a goober, looks like your typical Mormon fella. Yeah,
0: he's a goober. Very
1: plain, doesn't stand out in any way, shape, or form... And I thought it was funny, so I had to say this. Which definitely fits. Everyone, friends, and family described him as nice but weird. (laughs) And throughout all the documentaries and all of the articles I've read, yeah, they all say he's "He's just weird. We Mm. all have those encounters or know those people that are nice. But But something ain't right. Yes. (laughs) You can't pinpoint what it is. So true. Something ain't right. So when he returned home, this is where we're going to find out about wifey number one. Okay. So Claudia, wifey number one, admitted to him that she had an affair with a friend of theirs. Ew.
0: I mean, I wouldn't want to be faithful to this creep either.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. But like, you know made gary even more angry with everything and then he started using derogatory terms towards her such as whore ew and you know all those fun things
0: right it's fun they're so fun they're I love so when people fun call me a whore.
1: so that <laughs> marriage no longer lasted after that right because you know they both cheated on each other
0: yes that does not make for a good marriage no. a good long-lasting marriage no. if you will
1: so in the early nineteen seventies, he got a good job um, as a spray painter for, on trucks at the Kenworth truck company or truck painting company. I don't really get it. Like, what do you mean? Like, he would paint trucks? You yeah. Or you paint... use the spray paint and you paint the trucks. Oh, okay. Is that is that? It's truck? a thing, yeah. Okay. It says it in all the documentaries. He would
0: paint the trucks with the spray painting paint. painter. Thing. You know,
1: it's like an airbrushy spray painting. Oh paint yeah. thing and- Oh okay. That's how trucks like, are colored. Literally, a they're truck not dipped painter. in paint. Yeah. Okay. They're not just dipped in paint. <laughs> There's a crane, well, and it just know.
0: dips and invests. You never in know, because when I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that cost a lot cuz the crane and yeah, you know that giant vats of paint that will dry too fast so the money wouldn't be worth it. Fair enough. I'm glad that you set me straight. Not like nail dip. It's right. way different. Oh, fair enough. Not like boat
0: dip either. Not
1: like <laughs> I imagine boat dipping would be the same. Costly and ineffective. You don't know. No, know, know. I'm going off of logic well all right fair <laughs> enough go on Sally. so um while there he met wifey number two. Oh, wait so were they divorced at this point yeah i just said that marcy pay attention sorry there's a pillow <laughs> there's two of
0: them okay i've got to get rid of it because I'm. besides
1: too you also fun. have to start chiming in because oh, yeah. murders we're getting there <laughs> okay so yeah wifey number two what Marcia year did he Winslow. marry her? I don't know. It was in the early 70s. How am I supposed to know when to chime in? I, that's why I asked you early. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted to interweave it. <laughs> I did. But I did thought you'd have a date. Oh! It says I said in the early 70s. Oh, well, we're not yet. That narrows it yet. from 75 and below. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so. I, I have a head issue. Yeah, you do. my big head collided with things that doesn't make sense it's true (laughs) not much
0: makes sense in this land
1: especially right now yeah so gary goober um was pretty much an info like no one comes out and says it but i mean this guy just demanded sex all the time he had an insatiable lust lusty appetite. Um he had to have nookie all the time and was a bit of an exhibitionist as well. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't? No. Oh. So he liked to show off his wiener? Well no, he liked to do it in public, which I'll get Oh, into. I get it. He, <laughs> ah, ha, ha. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a flasher. Oh, he just he liked, just to liked have the, sex in public. The risk of getting caught type thing. Oh, oh. So um he would get his wife to like, they'd go off in his truck and just do it in places where oh, he could get Oh,
0: which explains why he ended up banging
1: the prostitutes in his truck. Well, I mean, that's also, like, location, location, location. Right. Which, also, later, he does take them to their his house. And he has a... Did you not do your research for that? I did, but I don't
0: remember them ever oh, saying he took...
1: Oh, yeah. Some of the times, he would bring his son to Laura the the um, sex workers and oh yeah and also he would like take them to his house and there'd be pictures of the sun so they'd feel They're more secure feel mm-hmm. okay.
2: so he used
1: his poor one and only son which will wow. be another later but yeah um and so yeah so while in the second marriage he became very religious and would go door to door door to door door to oh. <laughs> door trying to convert people. Wow. To being Christian. He would read the Bible aloud at work and at home and insist his wife follow strict teachings of their pastor.
0: Do you think that it was in an effort to like correct his ways or just dickhead move?
1: Uh, It could be both. Yeah. I mean my my opinion that's that would make sense. Yeah. Because he's trying to because it kind of seems like he's battling himself yeah. a lot with his inner demons. And That's kind of Because he's I feel too. kind of... He does show remorse later on for some things, so he does have some emotion, so he's not completely cut off like a lot of the killers are. Yeah. So, he's a tough case. Yeah, he is. And we're not head doctors. We don't know. Says who? <laughs> um... We have no Our credentials. Head. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but just going from an outside, regular person perspective. Fair enough. <laughs> you may have a point there, Judge. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> also, Gary would often cry after sermons and reading the Bible because he's so touched. No. Yeah. What a um douchebag <laughs> but despite his beliefs uh-huh. he continued his solicitations of the ladies of the night mm. mm-hmm. and wanted his oh yeah and already talked about the wife going out there but when they he and his wife would go in his truck and do it places yeah. some of the places were where he had the victims oh bodies so like <clears throat> they could have been diddling 20 30 feet away from where one of the when kids. did
0: he divorce her, though? Because I feel like his reign of terror started in eighty two. So, um, or at least that's when we they started finding bodies.
1: Oh, let's see. Well, you are spoke you cover that part. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's see. So, um. We'll get to it. I'm okay. still reading. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he was pretty much an insane sex demon who became yes. like his daddy with the ladies of the night. Yep. He would constantly complain about them and he would complain about having to pay for having sex, which when we get into the necrophilia part of this yeah. case, a lot of times you do that and then make a comment about... Because he didn't want to have to pay for it. So he didn't have to pay for it if they oh, were dead. Oh, yep. Yep. Which is very heartless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like, really, if you don't want to pay for sex. Just have sex with your wife. Yeah. Or go to a bar. There's yes, plenty up, of drunk, yelling women. Yes. Make sure it's consented, though. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't condone the rapes. No. We hate the rapes. No. <laughs> But you don't need... If you don't want to pay for sex there are from a sex ways. worker,
2: don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he was so ugly and disgusting.
1: Yeah, but he was non-threatening. He was just... Yeah. Everyone would just keep commenting how he was weird. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs>
1: a pipsqueak and weird. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so... Maybe he was slightly too weird to pick up ladies at the bar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So they had a son named Matthew in 1975. So we're now in 1975. Okay. Um, then their relationship deteriorated, and she left him when their son was about five years old. So 1980. So 1980. Um, and that sent him further into his crazy. Oh. Craziness. Crazy. Um, yeah. And he visited Ladies of the Night even more. And he claimed to become addicted to quote-unquote prostitutes because people don't say that anymore. But those are direct words from his mouth. Yes. Sex workers or Ladies of the Night is what we refer to the most. Yes. Um, So he told the police in one of his many times being questioned about his activity on the strip. So I can't remember what the strip was. Was it 90 something or 50 something? But there's a strip where all the sex workers would hang out. And that's where he'd pick off most of his victims. Yes. His poor, poor victims. I know. And that that was when he was interviewed with several times during the the 80s era. Uh, Um, He even passed a lie detector test when questioned about the Green River murders. Right. That will come into play. Yeah. Yeah. Which, lots of them say, for one, it's easy to be a lie detector thing if you don't believe it or whatever, or if you talk yourself into it. But also, if you're like, have no empathy or anything, it's real easy to also just do it because...
0: Well, and I think they teach that to you in the Navy and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Beat the test.
1: I guess that makes sense, because then if you're interrogated...
0: Yeah, prisoner of war.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in 1985, he began dating Judith Mawson, which is wifey, will become wifey number three. So, in, but
0: before that, so, in 1982, 1982. it's really <laughs> when his reign of terror began. Um, So, he, by the end of 1982, 15 girls were dead or missing. But, um the first bodies that were found were in the spring of, uh, let's see, it was the spring of 1982. And, um, well, first, he was caught with a prostitute by the police in 1982. And it was not long after that that that's where they found a body. So, or it was two years later that they found a body in that very spot. So they had some suspicions, but um.
1: Let's see. That where Marcia, Chapman. Or uh huh. Chapman. I forget okay.
0: her first name. So, it it was um. No, actually, Marcia. Let's see. So there's Marcia Chapman.
1: She's the one so, that blows the case.
0: So no, it's actually Marcia Mulva. Mulva. Yeah,
1: another uh, one. Oh, Mulva. Mm-hmm. Weird name.
0: Okay, so in 1982, there were some kids that were hanging around this the river, the mm-hmm. Green River, and yeah. they found Wendy Caulf- Caulfield.
1: Yeah,
0: um, she was 16 year olds, 16 years old, and by n- August 15th, so that was in July, and so by August 15th, three more women were found. Marsha Chapman, who was 31, she was found in the shallows of the water by a fisherman. And he said that as he looked over, first he thought it was a mannequin. It's never a mannequin.
1: Mannequins and dolls. Yep. If you ever see a mannequin or a doll, it is probably not a mannequin or a
0: doll. So he said that it looked as if she was waving him over. She's in
1: the Green River. And so,
0: yeah. And so, yeah, he... Got over there, and there there she was, Marcia Chapman, and next to her was Cynthia Hines. And near them, in the overgrowth, was Opal Mills. And Opal Mills, she still had the pants around the neck that he had strangled her with, Ugh. and her breasts were exposed, and she was bruised from head to toe. And that's, those were like the beginning of the bodies that they found. And so, yeah, by the end of that year, they'd found 15 or er, 15 women were missing at that point. Um, on May 8th of 1983, they, uh, Carol Ann Christensen was found by truffle hunters and her head was covered by a brown paper bag. So the interesting thing is up until this point, they were all, Strangled and dumped, half clothed, mm-hmm. or um, with the ligature still around their necks. But this one, this one was different.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and she's like the only one that will be like this. Yes. The only, so it was kind of confusing. Like, is he <laughs> yeah. changing his MO? What's going on? But um, he, so he would covered her head with a paper bag, put a fish on her neck, a fish on her left breast. Her hands were crossed across her stomach with ground beef placed on her left hand and a bottle between her legs. And he said when he was confessing Uh that that's the only murder that he cried after he committed because he knew her. And it's it's just so beyond disturbing.
1: What? The... The, the thinking behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Just that you're trash, right? Like it's
0: ridiculous. Absolutely. So um and then in 1984, Marsha Mulva happened. So Marsha had and her boyfriend, her boyfriend was like her pimp. So he saw her get into a truck. Mhm. And and he had a weird feeling. They they stayed there talking for a minute, and he said he just had a weird feeling in the pit of his stomach, and so he decided to get into his car and follow them. So he followed them until he got stuck in a light, and then they turned left and they were gone. So, but he was able, when she didn't show up two days later, three days later, he was able to describe the truck to the police. Mm -hmm. So about three blocks away from where she was picked up, they found Gary's home. They found the truck outside of his home. And so they went and talked to him and he said he didn't know her, never heard of her. Of course. That he doesn't pick up sex workers even though they had (laughs) this like proof from a year
1: earlier i don't know what you're talking about officers yeah he's
0: doing a sex worker exactly (laughs) and that's the thing is that he was so that's when he passed the polygraph was not saying that he didn't know her but it was two years later that almost in that same spot where she was picked up they found her body and he said that when, this is interesting, when the cops came and questioned him, mm-hmm. when they left, he had scratches all over oh, from her, this. and yep. so he used battery acid yep. to then disguise
1: the scratches. I thought that was crazy when I saw that interview. I was like, <sighs> right, like, for one, that would hurt, but he deserves it because yeah. he's murdering people, but for two of all things battery i guess it's a burn so it would cover up that right but, but like but they'd be like dude why are you burned right and
0: <laughs> and they never did notice the scratches which is insane um
1: probably because they looked all blister yeah if they even looked he could have been wearing long sleeves and they didn't have any need to check yeah. for scratches and stuff yeah or even knew to check for that stuff back that's then. that's true the craziest thing that by is by the time they
0: did this polygraph test and everything, mm-hmm. he had killed 23 women.
1: It's insane the number he has that they can link him to. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that's just so, what we can link oh, him yeah. to.
0: Yeah. And that was in... <laughs> so in June of 1984, he had killed 23. By August, he had killed five more. By November, he had killed five more. By the spring of 1984, he four he'd killed four more. So at that point he'd killed wait adding up <laughs> he he'd killed 37 people 37 and and that's just that we know of that's uh-huh. that does not count how many countless others you know yeah um
1: so and people are like "Oh Ted Bundy is the most prolific one." No, right? This no. guy Takes cake. Absolutely. And they both have Utah ties. <laughs> yes, they do. It's so weird. You know, and
0: he said that he chose sex workers because he figured nobody would report them missing. Mm-hmm. Nobody would give a damn. They always... And he hated them.
1: Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and so. And they're all teenagers. Right. And, and None of yes. them. I don't think there might be a few actual adults, but most of them are. Under eighteen. Yep. Abs yes, they were that's so yeah. so so disgusting. And, and so he... he's pretty much diddler. I don't know if he even cared about age because oh, that's yeah. not what he was going for. So in nineteen eighty five, this is where he meets um, well first he starts dating Judith Mawson, which will become life number three. Oh gosh. Um she and she'd go on to how she loved how polite he was. He loved country music. And he's always smiling. And he never got angry. Oh, it's because he took it out on all the people he was killing. everything I watched. When, when I heard her say that in an interview, I was like, yeah, because he was like, how many people does he keep murdering? So exactly. many. Um, she said it was like love at first sight. No. That's fine. But that's fine (laughs) (laughs) Within months of dating She moved into Gary's home Um, And in that same interview She said that there was like no carpets there And the house needed a woman's touch Um, So he let her pick the carpet out Like you know when they're fixing up the place Because there was none Mm -hmm. Uh, He blamed the lack of carpet On previous renters he had um, And their little one Had like peed on the carpets but cops told her oh later gosh. on that the carpets were probably gone because he had wrapped a body up in it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Or like how many bodies were d- blood out there and, you know, that he had, well, I guess he strangled them, but still. Yeah. You, the people lose control of their. Yeah. insides, you know?
1: So. <laughs> they lose control. Yeah. Because when you're dead, you have, you're not holding anything right. anymore. Right. It right. all's got to go. And people yep. don't think about that. But nope. it's like, oh, no, you you pee, you shit. And yeah. in and there's just gone. Yep. Um, she said that um, she he would leave early for work or come home late. No, probably because at that time and at the time she didn't think about it. But then later, once she found out that he was probably murdering someone then. um Wow. At first, she had no idea about the Green River Killer because she didn't, like, watch the news or anything. Yeah, I'm like, so when he first got in trouble, she's like, what? What are you talking about? And then um, Gary told the uh, author Penny Moorhead that while he was with wifey number three, his kills went down to went down and he did truly love her. Is he capable? I think, to an extent, you still can feel some stuff. Yeah. At least him. Right. Not necessarily all, because some are just completely cold and dead, but... Yeah. And he said, of the 49 victims, only three were killed after he married her. He's Mm. like, no, no, she stopped me.
0: Right. (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah. But,
1: you know,
0: whatever. But the... Thing that's so disturbing about what he did, uh huh. He would go back and <laughs> have sex with their corpses, and oh, he would paint their fingernails. He'd put makeup on them. He would, and the, he'd lay next to them and cuddle them. He, and you want to know who gave the cops that idea that that was happening? But Ted Bundy, they mm-hmm. interviewed Ted Bundy. In fact, the Silence of the Lambs is based on conversations with Ted Bundy and they a lot of them having to do with the Green River Killer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of what that the whole story is based on those two.
1: <laughs> do you think he was like coming from a fellow Mormon? <laughs> right? Yeah. I got to tell
0: them about this. uh
1: Us Mormon (laughs) murderers think alike.
0: (laughs) Wait, but I don't... Let me tap into my Mormon murder (laughs) powers. Um, Gary Ridgway was not Mormon. He was just born in the
1: United... Wait. In the Utah. He was born in the United States. He was. The Utah was Mormon United States. He was uh,
0: born in the Utah. No,
1: but still. Yeah. They're Mormon. They just had the look. They got the look. look. He's got (laughs) the look. Yeah. But still... Bundy's blossoms was tingling because we fucking hate Bundy. Yeah. God
0: damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you know that one of the detectives said that was describing, or like that they interviewed? He said every time we found another body, it was like being hit in the head with a baseball bat. Wait, or sense? standing up really fast and hitting their head on the corner of a cabinet
1: and uh, knocking their asses out. When like they're throwing. Yeah. <laughs> It hurt really bad. <laughs> I have never been so sick after hitting That's my That's insanity. And I was just throwing like an empty food container away yep. after we ordered lunch. Special spirit is what I she still, is. still, the sheer mechanics of how this happened make no sense. It makes zero sense. Zero. But you're just knocking your ass out? Yeah. So after three years um, of them being married, mm-hmm. in 1988, why did I write the that year. well, do But in
0: 1987,
1: all right. What happened in 1987? In
0: 1987, they obtained a search warrant and gathered carpet fibers and fiber and a bunch of uh, fibers from ropes. But again, he had married the his third wife.
1: Wife number 3. She had
0: had the carpets put in. Mhm. And it was he had slowed down on his murder spree. Um but they did obtain DNA when they were there testing, but the the advances in DNA did not actually help them determine anything until
1: 2001, yep. which we'll get to. But in 1988, <laughs> what happened? Um, yeah. So they were married for three years. By that point, um, he was the perfect family man to her daughters and grandkids. So and gross. They- They had 13 years of blooded whist Blooded (laughs) whist Blooded whist is such a beautiful term these days. Blooded bliss. (laughs) Guys, it's like almost (laughs) midnight, okay?
0: We are not being held accountable.
1: when we record our episodes at Early. night, because we're real stupid and ridiculous, <laughs> and then when we record during the days, we're our we're makes still more sense. Stupid, we are, but, but it makes not more as sense. ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. No, we're just as ridiculous. Yep. Slightly less stupid. Just slightly though. <laughs> but that concludes my normal part. Right. Now it's all the rest of the murders and shit. So, every murder, he strangled them either
0: with his hands or with a ligature. Ligature. <laughs> But he, what he want, how he would do it is he would, he would have the intercourse with them. Mm-hmm. And then he preferred go, coming up behind them and strangling them before he uh, completed his sexual so gratification. They
1: were, they were on... They were it on, from behind. They, yes. For people who need the actual visual. Yeah. Yes. So he was He would come up behind them as he was yes. hitting it from behind. Yeah.
0: So it's, and it's that... And then he would wrap his arm around them and strangle them manually to death. And and then he would, again, um, prefer to have intercourse with them when they were no longer breathing. Or alive, obviously. And that is so twisted. Yeah. And again, he would revisit the bodies for months, like until they were no longer they were too decayed, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I know that Ted Bundy would go back and lay with the bodies, but he wasn't. He 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 did perform necrophilia as well. Oh yeah. But um,
1: they were. It takes a necro to know a necro. There's yes. a lot of them in the interviews and. Documentaries were saying you could smell out your yeah. own kind a of mile away. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> which he predicted that too. Yes. To the police about the diddling of the deads. Oh, yeah. That's it. Absolutely. And so, um,
0: that just disturbs me to the court, I swear. But it was in 2001 when the DNA um, process advanced enough that they were able to run the DNA that they had collected from Gary Ridgway's house in 1987 and that's when they finally arrested him and at that time they were
1: arresting him for three murders uh but and that's where Chapman comes into play cuz some of that evident forensics evidence was on Chapman that they yes, found
0: because he cried with her he spent more time with her he um cared for her body more so. So he left a whole slew of DNA on her. And that is a, that was a huge part of figuring it out. But, um, so in 2003, he accepted a plea deal, which is hard. Um, but he agreed that he would admit to the people, to the you know, most of the murders. And so he got 48 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. In addition, he agreed to reveal the location of the rest of the bodies. But in, um, an interview with police, he said that he killed so many (laughs) that he, it's hard to remember their names or even their faces because he'd done it so frequently. And he... Which
1: wasn't a lie. <laughs> no. And,
0: and here's the other thing. He said that he continued killing until 1998. So how many more people are there that he's killed? He admitted to more than 80. And I think the number was close to 90. And that was in 2013. He said he had murdered far more than 80. Mm-hmm. And... um. So, but he, that was when he said, I can't remember names. I barely remember their faces. I just remember how it felt to kill them.
1: I mean, honestly, when you're at that number, it would be hard to remember. I mean, oh. I I can't even remember people I see. I know. I'm like, (laughs) did I
0: date that guy? Like, (laughs) you know, and it's just so sick and twisted. And the fact that this man, who they had suspected, in 1983, and yet went on to kill fo- so many more women, because really, had they been able to stop him, when, um, which one was it, Marcia Mulva Mulver Mulver, um, when they found her body, and when there was the eyewitness of his truck, if they'd been able to stop him then. But again, he knew how to pass the polygraph. He was able to get away with far more. Mm -hmm. I mean, why didn't they surveil him? Why didn't they, when there is an eyewitness telling you, that truck is who picked up my girlfriend, and she was found... I mean, her body wasn't found for two years, but it was found within a three-block radius of where he picked her up. It's just so alarming. There are forty-nine confirmed kills where we know the names, mm-hmm. and um, they've been their bodies have been found, but again, there's n- ninety, so there's fifty more. Or not 50, but there's 41 more bodies that he didn't tell us where they are. And I just wonder, like, with DNA evidence and stuff, like, will they be able to determine more women he killed as the DNA analysis advances, you know? I
1: think to a point, but given environmental... Reasons and whatnot. I think there's only so much they can do before it deteriorates.
0: Yeah, it's so unless
1: they get super lucky. But being out in the elements, especially for that long, yeah, because it's like not only were the bodies um, left around the Green River, but some of them were also up more in the foothills and the Mm -hmm. mountains. Yeah, and somewhere in Oregon, but most of them were around the Kent kuala area mm-hmm. where my family is from no like, way yeah i have family there so i'm like i wonder if some of the times when we go and visit we were in the area and living in kuala yeah. like there was all the hobos that were just at night you couldn't go out because hobos would just come out and hang in people's yards and no so they're like if you're going outside at night we don't suggest it but so, it still takes someone with you to go to the oh car gosh. to get something yeah yeah it was like Weird, <laughs> right? That, that was in so Puyallup. disturbing. Yeah, that
0: was in Puyallup. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's where and that, that asshole. Um, oh yeah, isn't that where? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Powell, Jeff Powell, not Jeff Puyallup. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff <Powell>. You're mixing. <laughs> um, uh, that's where Josh Powell, Josh Powell was. Douche canoe <laughs> was from Puyallup. Yeah, and Steve and Powell. Steve Powell. Well, I
1: mean. Everything bad. Don't go to Washington if you want to live. Right? So many murders. Ted Bundy, Washington. It's yeah. like Ted Bundy and um, Gary Ridgway flip-flop because Ted Bundy <laughs> was from Washington. Well, I can't remember if he was born or whatnot, but, you know, he lived in Washington and then he came to Utah. Yeah. Gary Ridgway. born Born here and went to washington it's weird that (laughs) their murders overlapped yeah
0: yeah no wonder ted bundy knew like it doesn't make you wonder if they knew each other if they like
1: i don't think but he wasn't in twilight or anything though yeah and they never got to meet and ted bundy got picked up before. That's true. I think because if they did meet, he could probably give more insight to it. Because Ted Bundy wanted any excuse to stay alive. So he, because towards the end, he was just digging for reasons to not die. He wasn't lucky like Gary Gilmore, who just couldn't get his death sentence Oh my gosh, right? (laughs) Ted would have killed to have Gary Gilmore's situation. Or Ridgeway that got I mean, isn't he still alive? Ridgway's alive, yeah. Balding now. <laughs> yeah, you know, still doing interviews.
0: Yeah, is he still? I think so. Oh, uh,
1: I don't know how so many. So Yeah, he's uh... he's alive and kicking.
0: So disgusting.
1: Yeah, I, hate I it. a part of me would like to interview some of these killers just yeah. to pick their brain, but. They like to deceive, and I think I'm far too stupid, and I would fall right into the trap. And then, you oh, know, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the thing is, like, they're so manipulative mm-hmm. that, I mean, especially Ted Bundy, <laughs> he was extremely manipulative. I mean, he's dead. He was extremely but smart He too. was smart and manipulative,
1: and and charismatic. So I think when people are like, "Oh, he's so handsome," I don't necessarily think they mean. Physically, but yeah. he's so charismatic, you think he's attractive, right? But not for physical reasons. Yeah, it's just because you got manip- You got hoboed by Ted <laughs> you Bundy. You just got hoboed. You got hoboed by right. Turd Burner. Turd Burner. Yeah.
0: The fact that Silence of the Lambs is based on them, I just.
1: Well, it's that, and then you have Buffalo Bill's character, which is based off of Ed Gein. Oh, that's the one! Mm-hmm. We were trying to think of it. Yeah.
0: That's the But yeah, he's he had based the flesh on. Suit. So it was Edgain and mm-hmm. um, Ridgway. They both were like what they based that on.
1: I would say like the. the and Clarice Dumber. and. Um, yeah. I would say that Clarice and um, Hannibal's characters mm-hmm. would be the whole. Ridgeway Bundy thing, yeah, and then Buffalo Bill is Ed Gein, mm, like, and yeah. they just mesh it together. Made a really good story, and
0: Dahmer because he kept Cause
1: heads. He, oh, but heads. that was
0: more, um, Hannibal's,
1: yeah, oh, so gross. <laughs> That's the next
2: movie,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so beyond disturbing. Oh, but. there's so. Um, damn it,
1: Gary. Damn it,
0: Gary. Did we go, go over
1: his sentencing and stuff?
0: Um, so, yeah. Okay. he was sentenced. I thought somebody could not remember He was, yeah. So, what he was time. found guilty <laughs> and sentenced to life. Li- life. 48 consecutive <laughs> life sentences without the possibility yeah, of parole. He's
1: he's just going to be in there. Just hanging out in, yeah. in the prison in Washington. How is he
0: still alive? Like, I'm surprised that he hasn't been off by other inmates
1: well probably because like in everyday life he just yeah. sticks to his thing and he just blends into the crowd and i think because people don't bring up the age of most of these ladies of the night i mean they a lot just, of them were young yeah, underage runaways most of them were yeah, yeah. or and even if they weren't like ladies of the night, and they were just in that area, or they were getting drugs or whatever. Because not and not all of them were. Some it was just circumstance, but yeah. they got labeled as being a lady of the night because yeah. they were on that street.
2: Yeah,
0: just trying to survive. It's, yeah, it's and awful. There, <sighs> there were a lot of them that had children at home that they uh-huh. were just trying to
1: make a living so that they could take care of their kids. Yeah. Oh, and the in the sentencing, too, when they had the f- victims' families go up oh, yeah. and tell Goober their, Gary their, their feelings. And, and yeah. yeah. So a lot of them were like, you know, your whole, because you're angry, you just want him yeah. to die because he killed your family right. member. But then there was the, I can't remember what victim um, the dad was related with i can't remember but like he he when he was testifying or not testifying but like giving his two bits into gary yeah he was the only one and he was very like the way he spoke kind of was like a minister or something but he forgave him (laughs) like and that made gary cry he got very emotional because he actually forgiveness. And I think that tapped into the religious part. And this uh, is my opinion, but I think that tapped into Gary's religious part because he did become quite yeah, religious. Yeah. Cause he is, again, it seemed like he's battling with those inner demons of his devil self yep. with his religious self. And that's like quite a few serial killers, actually. Like, Have that inner turmoil and battle of good. I can't. If I wasn't so tired, I could think of the other ones. But like, well, there's quite a few.
0: Like Ted Bundy, he joined the Mormon Church.
1: I think that was a cover,
0: though. It was,
1: and (laughs) that wasn't the same as like Gary. I think truly got into that religion. Yeah, he did. But but, fucking Bundy, man, that's just a cover. Because yeah. cause you're in Utah, why not? That's how I blend right? in. Yeah, I'm going to blend in by becoming Mormon and becoming friends with all the Mormon people. And right. they'll never suspect me as I pick off all these so ladies. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know Ted Bundy's face was so gross. Ew, I, that unibrow. Why was he considered so attractive? Being charismatic is the only thing I can do unless they get jollies over unibrows you know what i forgot to tell you though what, what did you forget? about
0: gary Ridgway. yes so a friend of mine her dad was doing his residency for a trauma surgeon uh-huh um in uh washington when they caught gary Ridgway, the cops were so angry With all that he had done. Uh Uh-huh. They beat the shit out of him.
1: (laughs) Frightly deserved.
0: 100%. (laughs) I wish they would do that to all these asshole serial killers. But they beat the shit out of him. And so they had to take him to the hospital to get fixed up. Well, my friend's dad was the the surgeon that had to fix him up. And he (laughs) said that that was one of the hardest things that he ever has had to do. And he said... That he was. It was the first time he was in the position where he, he could
1: easily off him. Yes,
0: he's like I had to. De- I that in that moment I had to decide. Like I have this man uh, in in front of me. I could take his life like that and end his reign of terror. Oops, it right, <laughs> or I can save him mm-hmm. and just hope the courts do their job. Yeah. And so he said that it was really tough. I can see that. And that he, so he decided, like, I'm not God. I, you know, I just have to hope that things, you (sighs) know, turn out the way they should. Yeah. And he said, the other interesting thing that happened was he said, okay, I need to see you back here in two weeks for Mm -hmm. your follow up. And the cops just, Freaked out on him. They pulled him aside and said, you don't ever, ever say when you want, uh, if it's a prisoner, you don't ever say when you want them to come back because they could ambush us and they could have somebody here waiting to Which ambush. makes sense. And so he's like, I was taught a lot of lessons that day. <laughs> and it was, he said it was one of the toughest days of his career. Yeah.
1: Well, I think and any doctor put in that position to have to treat an asshole like that that oh, doesn't yeah. deserve to live, but I mean, becoming a doctor in the medical field, you do have to swear by the Hippocratic Oath. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're sworn to that. So, like all the killing doctors around oh, and nurses yeah. are all going against the Hippocratic Oath. Yep. I can't remember how you say it. But you know yeah. it's the thing you have to swear mm-hmm. that you're going to do the just thing. Because people's lives are in your hands. So you're going to treat them, not murder them. Like
0: how many times have you let, I mean, really your life is at the mercy.
1: (laughs) So many times I almost died with a clot in my jugular. Absolutely. (laughs) I almost died because they didn't take my tumor
0: (laughs) serious. Yeah. And I was at 97% cut off blood supply. Yeah. To my lower half. That's like so. my
1: clot in my jugular vein. If I would have waited one more day, I would have died. Right? But the the doctor, dumb dumb, said I was faking my strep and it was caused my, the clot in my jugular vein was caused by strep.
2: Oh. She said I was
1: faking it. My neck swelled up. I couldn't move and I almost died. Was <laughs> she held accountable? No. Neither is my doctor. <laughs> And
0: <laughs> had and they taken the tumor out when they first found it, mm-hmm. I would not have had to have had a hysterectomy. So really- I would
1: really like to put her name on blast, but I could probably get sued. I know, right? <laughs> Clearly, she didn't take her Hippocratic oath serious.
0: Nope. It was a he.
1: <laughs> Yours was a he. Mine, mine was, was a she.
0: She's was a she. What? <laughs> Yours was a she. Mine's a she. Yours is a, a he. He, he. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like it's a scary world out there. But yeah, my friend's dad had Crazy. to
1: had to mend
0: Ugh,
2: the <laughs> evil That
1: would be hard. Yeah. But I mean, even if he could get away with it, I think if he's a good person, that still would weigh on his conscience. Oh, yeah. it's like like, And he is. It's one thing if he got away with it and then he came into the hospital mm-hmm. and he felt like it, because then it would be like a Dexter Morgan yeah. situation <laughs> yeah. where he's just a vigilante. So true. <laughs> Which still is not appropriate, but it would no. make more sense than doing it before getting, like, seeing where the justice system yeah. will take yep. the whole Absolutely. situation. Wow. Do you know that there's quite a few movies off of the Green River Killer? No, and I would like to watch them. Although they, I'm sure they're twisted. There's actually one, and I don't know if it's out yet, but it's about. It looks like a, a horror movie, but uh-huh. they have Bundy and the Green River Killer. Oh, <laughs> let me, let it me like, pop it up and see. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> you want to know so it's called Bundy and the Green River Killer oh. okay so this came out in 2019 oh really I wonder where I can watch this because I'm quite curious um but a police detective consults with oh so it's basically just the whole part where Bundy's consulting with the police ah about it Yes. So I don't think that'd be as fun. No. It, looked, it looked much better before when I slightly glanced looking at all the other documentaries. Yeah. Like a trailer popped up, but I didn't look at it.
0: <laughs> you didn't, did no, you? No,
1: because I was like, I have too many documentaries I need to watch about this Green River Killer. I even watched some of the drama movies on it. Did you? Yeah. One no. of them actually will be our silver fox. Which I'll we'll talk about, about later. That. But yeah. That one. What was it called Ted Bundy and the. It's called Bundy and the Green River Killer. Bundy. I don't know where you can watch it. Oh I'll find it. But the one that I watched is called The Capture of the Green River Killer. Well. Wow. Bundy and the Green River Killer falls to the walls, and then there's another one that came ah. out in 2005, just called Green River Killer. And then there's a shit ton of documentaries that you can watch. Yeah, I've I watched um, like five of them, Perry. <laughs> yeah, and then not to to um, forget about the interviews with Gary Ridgeway. Yeah, I need to watch those uh. two, and then interviews with his wife yeah for some reason they only did number two did I say that he had a son earlier yes okay yeah Yeah. oh there is one documentary that's like kind of describes more of the son and how that worked into it into the whole Green River Killer thing which was kind of interesting so I watched that one too yeah (laughs) there's so many I'm gonna have to catch that one too it's just yeah I can watch those ones on YouTube you do Uh uh-huh okay i'm gonna have to check it out yeah youtube had a lot like most of them oh that's i think it was prime the other the others that i saw wow
0: when i've got it so i'm gonna check all of them out but i i would um encourage you guys to look up the women and their names and just in honor of them and what I mean, there's.
1: We'll put a whole list of them on our yeah. socials because they, they deserve. They needed be... recognition yes. because they were taken far too soon and yep. in such a violent, terrible manner. Yeah. And there's far too many for us to just read off on here, but we will post them on Twitter, yes. on our Facebook group, and on Instagram.
0: Absolutely.
1: And then when our website's up and running, we'll have it on there too. Yes. For sure. Because every victim needs to be recognized. Yes. And that's why we, and again, I say this all the time, but that's why we like to say the victims by the name. Yeah. And not the, la- the first name, not the last name. Yeah. Because they were a person. Yes. If you just go by a last name, you're just doing what the killer does and just brushing them aside. They stick out just enough by using the last name. Yeah. That you can know which victim they're talking about, but it doesn't give them any kind of a, like an identity. Yeah. Like, that truly matters.
0: Recognition and the identity. Absolutely. They they were people with families and... Uh-huh. They were the, daughters, sons. Yeah. The, they, it's just tragic. So, yeah. Definitely, like, when we get that up, I'd encourage you guys to look at their names and mm-hmm. just as an, a way to honor them. Yeah. So. Yeah. But... Um so damn it, Gary number three. We are done with you, you
1: bastard. The most damnity of the month. <laughs> of all the dammits. Of all the dammits of the land, oh. you are the most damnity of the month. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's not that all Gary's are bad, just a lot of you. Just <laughs>
0: I do love the Gary that I
1: work See? with. There's one proof <laughs> that Friend, there are Gary that I like, that...
0: but he doesn't spell it like the other Garys. Oh no, he spells it G E R R I. So he's really. Okay. So on a lighter note, <laughs> uh, hey, care. Hey. What's uh, your playlist? Oh, this is such a light note. I'm excited for our light note playlist. It's
1: all comical, but it still will tie in to all of Gary Ridgway. Mine do. Mine do. Because I was on a mission. Yes. (laughs) And surprisingly, it worked out. So my...
0: Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that I feel like (laughs) maybe... Maybe
1: mine could. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see when you say your list. Yeah. Mine are all from Lonely Island. Yes. (laughs) And I probably have used each one of these songs in a different playlist, but they all magically fit along with Gary Ridgway. Me too. (laughs) So, (laughs) the first Lonely Island song is Jizz in My Pants. (laughs) (laughs) Jizz in my pants. Do you think this song would come about when Mumsy is, like, you know, bathing good old Gary? Oh, right? Yep. Blech. Or Mumsy is like, oh, look at me, I'm Cougar. And then right. he jizzed in his pants.
0: Right? But she's also a incestuous nightmare. Yeah. Well, I so, mean, yeah. she
1: didn't sleep with him. She just handied him. Oh. I mean... But it's still incest. Washed him. <laughs> but incest washing your child. In this, yeah. Yeah she jamie (laughs) lannistered and cersei lannister yes (laughs) next one because they're on the west coast and i'm sure they used a boat to go i don't know how deep the river is the green river well probably pretty deep because it's directly off of the ocean yeah yeah anyways i'm on a boat (laughs) i'm on a boat I'm on a boat and it's going fast and 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 number three. Yep. The creep. Oh, Do the Creep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to draw John Waters yes. pencil stash so I yes. can and I have to like slick my hair back like it's covered in mud.
0: Oh man. And pull my
1: pants way up. Um, number four. Yes, I just had sex. I'm because oh, he did. He just had lots of sex. I'm drawing a creep. <laughs> Is he doing the
0: creep? He's Does doing he have the his creep. arms T Rex in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> we love you, Lonely Island. Yep. <laughs> number five, and I had to end this with the best song of them all. It's not necessarily all of Lonely Island. But you have Andy Samberg with Justin Timberlake. Ooh. Can you guys guess what song it's going to be? Think uh, of his mom. Ah, mother lover, mother lover. I'm a mother lover. Yeah, we that should fuck song. each other's mother. <laughs> fuck each other's moms. <laughs> so mine. pushing that name where you came out as baby. <laughs> At least it's
0: other mothers, not their own mothers. Yes. So
1: yeah. No. Yeah. They're. They're not quite. The whole concept was being a mother lover, right. not the actual details of this. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, mother is also on the commodity side. The com- commodity. Com- the
1: commodity. That sounds so fancy. Yeah. The- I feel you need a monocle when you say that,
0: or <laughs> it's a society the hat.
1: side. Uh, <laughs> Um,
0: my playlist will be of the Bo Burnham Society.
1: The Burnham of the Bo. Burnham. Have you ever heard of Bo Burnham? No. Because. Who's Bo Burnham?
0: <laughs> so I've done some of these songs and we're going to do a game.
1: That's fine. So, so did the I. first song
0: is shit because I woke up at 1130 feeling like a bag of shit. So that's our first one. Then the next one is problematic, which is <laughs> just you know problematic. Um, the next song is 1985, which I feel That's like the year. date <laughs> alone uh, would tie into Psycho Pants Magoo. And the next song is Five Years about um, a five-year anniversary. And uh, the last one that I've got is The Chicken, which <laughs> I absolutely love. That song is like deep and funny and deep and fun. And deep. And deep. Anyways, so <laughs> our next uh, order of business is the one and only Silver Foxaroo. Woo! Wow! Oh. Oh. So, I'm going <laughs> to let you explain this guy, because I cannot put a face to the name.
1: So, this, the, uh, from the movie I was telling you about. Yes? Our silver fox. Is? Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. Tom. Tom. So, show me the ways of Tom Cavanaugh. Let Kavanaugh. me old, old up. I'm going to Look him up. Tom So the movie he was in that tied him to being this silver fox Yikes. is the capture of the Green River Killer. He's the main detective dude. Really? <laughs> it's a Lifetime movie. Of course. No. Of course. I can't escape damn <laughs> Lifetime movies and Christmas <laughs> is over now. It's true. At least this one's about murder and not about Lovey crap. <laughs> All right, Mister Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh, born in October twenty sixth of nineteen sixty three in Canada. Oh, Canada! He's in the TV series Ed. Oh, um, I love him. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's also in The Flash, on the CW. Oh! Oh! Now I know who he yes. is. He was from, he was from, oh my god, I just repeated myself twice. What the hell? Ottawa, yes. Canada. Uh, <laughs> Ottawa. Uh, Canada. Ottawa. He has four children? He has four wow. children. Apparently. <laughs> he even did some Broadway. Really? Mm-hmm. What did he do on Broadway? Um... On the Broadway? Uh a broadway broadway a broadway broad broad uh, i'm not even going to try and pronounce that mm-hmm. nope and then uh uh greece that's you're in town brighton beach memoirs cabaret a chorus line oh yeah and uh, he did a whole bunch of other stuff he filmed a pilot called Love Monkey, which is a TV show with Jason Priestley uh-uh. and Judy Greer. <laughs> Judy Greer, who the hell's that? I don't know. Isn't she like some old actress or something? Well. I don't know. I'm not a film director.
0: <laughs> well, you should be.
1: I would make some weird ass movies.
0: <laughs> well, you shouldn't be.
1: Oh, he's in another Lifetime movie. A Killer Among Us. Ooh. No, he's in the US Network's show Royal Pains. And I believe that has Eddie Izzard in it. And I loves me some Eddie Izzard. Ooh, he could be old enough to be a silver fox, I believe. Ooh, we might have to check. I that I love out. it because he's an executive transvestite and not a caveman transvestite.
0: Transvestite is that a word we still use? I don't,
1: I don't think, think that's so. A bit, he says. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a bit. Okay. That's why I said it. I'm like, I if don't know you if we use that word, if you are an Eddie Izzard fan, you will know that. Reference, fair enough. From his comedy special from a million years ago called "Dressed to Kill." Yeah, because I'm like you don't know.
0: I don't. <laughs> but I know that Tom S. Kavanaugh is dead. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Wrong Tom. <laughs> well, I think we should all say it together. <laughs>
2: Tom Tom Kavanaugh, We love you. Love you. you.
0: Love, love. If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. Tweet us. (laughs) Uh, Go to 801-HORROR-0-CULT, C-C-U-L-T. Or you can also... Email us, which would be killer
2: mm-hmm.
0: at 801 Horror Cult at Gmail. So 801-H O R R O R C U L T V I X at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that?
1: You can hear our version of your story. <laughs> yes.
0: It, it will, will be, be a real thing. weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes. your tail. Yes,
0: this will be our version of your tail.
1: We'll be like the the modern art of your tail.
0: Yes. Artistic
1: I'm, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. We, a good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want like two more listeners. <laughs> it would be
0: lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. <laughs> we'll get there.
1: It's, Marcy will show you her boobies.
0: <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti-penty beads.
2: Now I better get home before I fall asleep on the road. But wait. But wait. There's more. There's more. What the hell are we talking about next week?
1: Next week. Next week. We, because we have an amazing, amazing listener in Idaho. Yes. Um, who sent us lots of love on Instagram. Yes. Told her she can pick an episode that we're going to Yes. And now that the holidays are over,
2: we're going to let her pick. Episodes are
1: coming. And what are we doing? We're going to cover lots of shit from Idaho. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, there's Idaho. so much, especially as of late. Oh, yeah. So we'll update on the Lori Vallow uh, Chad Dable case, the quadruple murder that was just the committed Monkow. and as well as many other murders Alien um, aliens and
1: and a cryptid Yes. Yeah. swan the swan valley swan river can't remember but she she gave us some stuff to, to also commercialize because i wanted some like cool stuff because she picked the episode, I wanted her included. Absolutely. So we we'll have some of her fun goodness that we're going to add to it as well. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, we're going to show some love towards Idaho. If you want us to... Sorry. If you if, want Marcy to smash <laughs> a mic again. If you want to show us some love from the state or country you're from, we yep. will cover cases from where you're from as well. And so. we'll give
1: you a shout out and let you help add some...
2: Absolutely. So,
1: Idaho, we're coming for
2: you. We are coming.